Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, we have a very special guest on the show. Welcome our sponsor, your wife, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen herself, here to talk more about one of the resorts that we're going to be reviewing tonight. So, Michelle, welcome to Rope Drop Radio. Thanks. Thanks for having me. The Beach Club is my one of my very favorites, so I'm excited to talk with you guys. It is, and I got to check it out, Doug, when you and I went this uh, last trip a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. And so we're going to be giving our Yacht and Beach Club review, two resorts right next to each other. And it is, honestly, for my opinion, pretty amazing. Definitely uh, one that every Disney fan should stay at. Yeah, it's like two resorts in one. They're connected. They share things. So can't review them on their own, so we'll review them together. Perfect. Well, let's talk a little bit about the theme. I know uh, if you haven't checked it out, go on to Google, look up pictures because it is beautiful. It has an amazing theme, a little bit of a, a New England seaside type thing that you're finding in Florida. Doug, what do you think about the overall theming of the resorts? Yeah, so the Beach Club wing is New England seaside at the turn of the century. The Yacht Club is New England seaside in the late 1880s, so it's more stately and nautical, and I think it's stuffy. But, uh, Michelle, what did you think, theming-wise, between the two? Well, I think the Beach Club is more softer. You're thinking, like, seashells and um, just, like, sand, and then the not Yacht Club, or the Not Club, the Yacht the Club. The Not Club. <laughs> the Yacht Club is more like boats and um, the darker colors. So, yeah, it is kind of stuffier because it is um, – a conference hotel. They do have a conference center there. So you do have a lot of convention people coming and going out of that one. I would say theming wise, the biggest difference is beach club, a little more kid friendly yacht club. Not so much. Yeah, definitely. And you guys stayed there a few, uh, about six months ago. Um, Yeah. In March. Yeah. We stayed at beach club in March. We stayed at yacht club maybe two and a half years ago. Yeah. And we've stayed at beach club before that. So we've, uh, Say multiple times at these resorts. So definitely one of your favorites, and we're going to continue to talk about it tonight. Uh, let's uh, start with the Beach Club with the rooms and how many they have and the layout. But this, is, this isn't this is cheap styles at Disney. This isn't the value resorts. These are the deluxe resorts. So uh, they cost a little bit more, am I right? Yes, the Beach Club is a deluxe resort. Um, it's got multiple wings to it, Yacht and Beach. They have separate check-ins, all that sort of stuff. But Beach Club has 583 rooms, and the Yacht Club has 630 rooms. So pretty similar in size. But the Beach Club has an added-on DVC wing. So they have a Disney Vacation Club wing that has 205 rooms. And with the Deluxe Resort, you get all the deluxe amenities and deluxe rooms and a deluxe price. So, Michelle, where does this fall price-wise? 
Uh, it's right around the contemporary. Um, so like, and so you've got value, you've got moderate, and you've got deluxe. Deluxe got ha, deluxe has a couple different tiers to it. So um, the bottom of the deluxe is going to be Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom, and then the next step up is going to be like the contemporary and the beach club. So, and then above that would be like Grand Floridian, the Polynesian. Also, the layout of the building, you got some long hallways, so it is possible to have a room that's quite a ways from an elevator. Um, I think one time we used a secondary elevator, and it was pretty close, and then this last time we were, like, you had to twist and turn around some corners to get to our room, didn't we? Just two. Two. See, that's twisty and turny. Two. Well, you showed me where your room was, and I was going to talk about rooms here in a little bit. This is one of the deluxe resorts that can sleep more than four. So you being a family of five, this works out in your favor. Am I right about that? Yeah. So the rooms, it's one of the reasons we've stayed here because they yeah. sleep five. Most deluxe resorts do, except for those lower tier ones, the Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom. Um, so you have your queen beds, double sinks, a day bed, um, 381 square feet but there are a lot of corner rooms, and the corner rooms get weird. And we stayed in we a couple a, corner rooms. Yeah, we've had a couple. One had a king bed in it and kind of faced the lagoon. Um, and that one just had a queen, a king, and that's it. No day bed or anything. And then no. this last time it was club level, and it was ginormous, just a lot of extra space because there was nothing to do with but it. we were on a corner. We didn't have a real balcony. So we think that's why we got upgraded to that room because – uh, you pay for club level, you probably want a balcony, so they upgrade people to that one as our guess. But, uh, yeah, I pointed out at the windows where that was at. So what was our windows overlooking, Derek? Do you remember? Oh, I was looking at the, uh, the pool, the magnificent no. pool. That my no, you're on the wrong side of the resort. We overlooked the uh, – valet drop off all the cars coming the luggage oh that's what yes i'm remembering this. Was, yes that's why you got noisy. upgraded yeah it was the uh we had we had a corner room we had lots of windows to noise so that was one issue i think that's why they upgrade you and you're not going to complain about the noisy no balcony room because you're just thrilled to be upgraded so yeah um and yeah. then the yacht club rooms michelle you were showing me some of those earlier yeah, so the yacht club rooms are all getting refurbished right now. Um, I don't think they're quite done yet, or if they are, that's news to me. It's a way better update. So they have uh, wood floors, um, which is going to help with allergy friendliness. So um, the carpet kind of leaves lots of dander, and it's hard to get up all the allergens left by the last guest. So the wood floors is a big upgrade. Um, they've got a lot more built-in USB plugs and also just outlets everywhere. It's going to help with the technology that everybody's carrying around. The nautical is more subtle, a subtle um, touch. So you still have your dark colors, but you don't have like a... Stuffiness. <laughs> the Before it had like a, a wheel kind of oh, on, built the, into the head headboard. Yeah, like you're steering the ship. Yeah, and so that's, that's gone. There's a name for that, I'm sure, that I don't know. There's more clear-cut lines more modern uh they did get away do away with the ceiling fans which kind of eh i like we like ceiling fans. fans we like the breeze over top of us and like i said before it is a convention hotel so um they did get do away with lots of the tubs so many 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 of the rooms just have showers like a very very select few have tubs and the, the closets are more like the cruise line closets they're in the they're in like the hallway mm -hmm. um kind of built in kind of like a cabinet it looks a lot nicer, I think. A lot more functional. Yeah, more functional. Yeah. 
Now, the Beach Club had their big refurb in 2015, so I don't think we're going to see this big overhaul coming to the Beach Club anytime soon, but you never know. Disney may surprise us. They like to do that. Both resorts are definitely on my list of deluxe resorts that I want to check out in the future. So let's move on to the lobby where people get to see the very first, usually when they check in. Uh, We got to see, I know, Yacht Club Doug when we were down there. Very beautiful. But what do you guys think? What is the first impressions when you walk into these two resorts? Um, The Beach Club, it's a little chaotic, kind of people everywhere, lots of places to sit, Um, but it's welcoming they uh, they do a good job of making you feel welcome when you first come in, getting you checked in, that sort of stuff. Uh, the Yacht Club, they have a big like uh, globe inside the Yacht Club. Um, they're both both pretty neat. There's nothing really that stands out. It's not like the Polynesian lobby where like people are taking pictures in it. But I mean, I'm sure people do take pictures of it. But it's nothing too spectacular, but very functional. Beach Club, definitely uh, noisy, like a party atmosphere. Yacht Club, you could hear a pin drop sometimes um, at the same time of day. I walked from one to the other, and like the difference in atmosphere was astounding. Um, but the lobby's functional, so everything you need to find in a lobby is in the lobby. So once you get checked in, you've been to your room, it's time to hit the pools. And speaking of pools, Doug, you showed me around when we were down there. This pool is amazing, shared by both uh, resorts, and they do have some quiet pools. But really, if I'm doing an off-Disney day, this is where I want to be, is poolside at Storm Along Bay with my kids and family. And why don't you just walk us through this magnificent water feature that they have. And they also have some quiet pools, too, like some of the other resorts on property. They do have quiet pools, but I don't know why on earth you'd go there when you have Storm Along Bay. So Storm Along Bay is three acres, has a sand bottom. It's huge. It also has a lazy river. Um, One thing to know is it is a little deeper than a lot of the pools on property. And that kind of throws some younger kids a loop. But there is also a zero entry area with a beach. So like, I think one time Claire just played in the sand, built some sand castles just like she's at a beach, even though it was, you know, a pool. Um, the lazy river though is very lazy. You didn't do the lazy river. I did it and it was more work than like you, I couldn't just float around. I kept having to help myself float around. Well, but it was really, really deep. It was really deep. So like Alden, Samantha, none of them could touch. Um, you know, Samantha's 11 and she couldn't touch and, but it's still fun. Now the water slide, it's, uh, like shipwreck water slide, I think is the name of it. it so you got to walk across the path. So Yacht and Beach Club are located next – the boardwalk are on the other side of Crescent Lake from it. Epcot's to one side too. And there's a path that goes around the boardwalk and Crescent Lake. You actually have to cross that path to get to the water slide. And over there is all the little kids stuff, like the little kids slides, a uh, little splash area for the little kids. So it's kind of removed from the bigger pool. And I think a lot of people with little kids never find it because it is not within the pool. Now – one thing they do do at this pool is they give you a wristband and they check your magic band when you go in and they put a wristband on you because they are probably as strict as they get at Disney at not letting outsiders in. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. I mean, like the magic band's not enough. They can't just scan that each time. I mean, yeah, the band too. Pretty serious stuff wristband. going on there. Um, and then if you get hungry, 
There's Hurricane Hannah's Waterside Bar and Grill, your full selection of counter-service food, um, drinks right there at the pool side. So nice eatery, big pool. I want to go swimming now. Yeah, as a parent, the one thing that I will add that is kind of a little bit scary is that there's really no one place you can watch all your kids swim at once. It's too big. And, like, if you go with one kid, you can't see the other kid. So Doug and I kind of split up, and I'd watch the slide, and he'd go to the Lazy River, or we'd switch it. But Our kids loved the slide, and there was yeah. never a wait. And we were there over spring break, so it was a peak time of year. Um, it was 80-some degrees, plenty warm. It wasn't like we were the weird northerners swimming in Florida at that time. Um, and they didn't have to wait long for the slide ever. I did the slide a few times. But lots of fun at that pool. Well, let me ask you this. Like most pools, did they have the life jackets available for your kids? Yes. Every Disney pool has the life jackets available. Um, they they wore them. They didn't wear them this time. No. no. Claire did. No. She, she didn't. didn't. She Claire just got, didn't. She tried to go in with the Lazy River. Oh, with you that's why she... the Lazy River was so much work. I remember now. Yeah, and then Claire she just Elizabeth. decided to play on her own in the shallower water. Yeah. She went back to the beach. I think the Lazy River would be more for Doug if we ever do a wee trip here. Mm-hmm. You and I just can take laps with uh, whatever drink we can find at uh, at the Hurricane Hannah's. So yeah. uh, that sounds like a good plan for future things yeah, without kids. So let's talk about uh, the big thing when you stay on Disney property. You want a good, uh, good way to get to all the theme parks. And so that is a question that we get quite a bit is transportation. So let's talk about how do you get from... Uh, there to Epcot, to the studios, to Animal Kingdom, and the Magic Kingdom. Let's talk about transportation at this amazing deluxe resort. Now, I love this resort um, for transportation because you can walk to two different theme parks. You can walk to Epcot if you want to. You can walk to Hollywood Studios. It's about a 5 to 10 minute walk to Epcot. It's about a 10 to 15, 20 if you walk really slow to Hollywood Studios. Now, if you don't feel like walking because you've been walking in the theme parks all day, you can also take a boat. A friendship boats go. Um, they go from Yacht Beach to and Boardwalk um, to Epcot. And Swan and Dolphin in there, too. Swan and Dolphin and Hollywood Studios. They just kind of run around all day. Um, mm-hmm. It's a nice leisurely uh, boat ride. So it doesn't take forever, but you can get there get where you're going faster if you're walking yes it's Um, about 20 minutes from epcot to hollywood studios with the three stops in between yeah we just i really like to walk because you are your own worst enemy when it comes to walking so you control the time it takes i just don't like to wait on things so um she doesn't wait well i don't wait well no um that's why i rope drop yeah so uh then to go to magic kingdom or animal kingdom or um Disney Springs. In Disney Springs, you'd have to take the bus. And they share. Yeah, they do oh. share because we took the bus, Doug, from there. We did. Sometimes you're really lucky. Sometimes you're not. Buses. We'll just leave it at that. They are what they are. But, I mean, if you think about it, you're able to walk to two parks yeah. or both mm-hmm. to two parks. So. 50%. Yeah. And maybe and and in the future, you're going to be taking a uh, a sky ride to uh, yeah. two parks. Yep. That station at Epcot will be real close to the beach club, and this other station, kind of by the boardwalk, will be really close to the other end of the yacht club. So lots of transportation options down the road when you're taking that Skyway um, 
packed over to Hollywood Studios. But it's so close to Epcot. It's easy if you're staying there to just pop in a World Showcase, have dinner, and then head back out. So that's one of the neat things about it. It gives you a lot of flexibility with dining as well. Well, with all the great Epcot dining, that is great that it's walking distance there. But what about dining inside the resorts? Because some people don't want to walk to Epcot or the studios. They want to enjoy some fine dining in their uh, deluxe resort. So have you guys tried some of the restaurants on property? Yes, we have eaten at the Beach Club, um, both the Counter Service and Cape May Cafe and Beaches and Cream. So there's more... Um, dining options here than you can shake a stick at. So so the counter service is Beach Club Marketplace, which is actually their gift shop, which is also a little kind of halfway built counter service. They have some hot items, some cold items. It's all right. It's nothing amazing, but it exists. Um, then there's Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. We ate there a few years ago. Lots of ice cream. This is where you can get the kitchen sink. Um, and then like hamburgers, you know, what you would expect to see at a soda shop type of thing. So what did you think of our meal there when we ate there? We didn't have a meal. We, I had, we had onion rings. We had onion rings. Cream. That's a meal. That's a meal to some guys during football <laughs> ice season. Ice cream and onion rings. That sounds good to me. That's second dinner. But you do need an advanced dining reservation yes. to go there. And it's not the easiest one to get. It's not the hardest on property, but There's it's not the easiest. literally like five tables in there. That's the problem. It's tiny. Yeah. They have a to-go window for ice cream. Um, they have some crazy sundaes that are really big and really nuts. So that's one great thing about them. Um, moving on, Cape May Cafe breakfast. Favorite character breakfast on property. You heard it there. Favorite. Her yeah. favorite. You've got Minnie, you've got Donald, you've got Goofy. They're all in their beach attire, um, like water skiing Goofy, um, Donald mm-hmm. with his Donald. swim trunks on. Yeah, No, he does not have swim trunks. Oh, sorry. He doesn't. He never right. wears pants. Swim shirt. Swim shirt. He has know. a swim shirt. Yeah. Not pants. No. Poor guy. But that's I like the character interaction really good, but I also love the food. I think it's the best spread of just a normal breakfast that you can get for a character breakfast. Yeah, it's it's breakfast everything pancakes waffles eggs omelets all that good stuff but at dinner time they don't serve lunch at cape may at dinner time they do a clam bake type buffet so it's seafood with crab legs and clams and oysters and all that sort of stuff if you walk by it you will smell the ocean for sure um very popular as well there's also a bar in the Beach Club. It's Martha's Vineyard. It looks like a bar. Um, moving over to the Yacht Club, they have a bar. It's the Ale and Compass Lounge. And then they also have another one, the Crew Cup Lounge. Remember, this is a convention center resort, so multiple places just sit and drink. Um, they have two restaurants. The Captain Grill, which is a one-credit type place, um, pretty sick for, like, steakhouse but then they have the yachtsman steakhouse um which is like kicked up 10 notches when you go in you see meat hanging in the waiting area like behind glass but they age their meat they do fancy stuff to their meat michelle what else do they do to their meat that you can pick out like your chunk of cow you want to eat like i want that piece this and they put it right there yeah, so it's a two-credit place. Yeah, the Yachtsman Steakhouse, it's definitely on the list of I would love to do, but 
not necessarily with all my children. Well, Sam and Claire may, would be maybe a total the next waste road drop there. trip. Yeah, you we're and I, the really week? adding that list, Derek. Mm-hmm. It's really if you're having it steak without me now. That's not going to well, work. You so can you come. Bring me. You can come, and we'll have steak. But yeah, Wait, what, what's going to happen to all all of our kids? <laughs> Fend for themselves. Okay, okay that's fine. Watch. Yep. Put a little food out in a dish in the backyard and some water, and I think that's good. Just let them go in that lazy river. You know, put life jackets on them all, and they'll be fine. That's right. And then uh, they just opened at Yachts Club a little counter service area. They had never had one. You had to walk all the way over to the beach club, which is like a 10-minute walk from one to the other if you're wanting it. So they now have a little counter service plate place in their shopping area and to transition into the shopping area their shopping area is called the fittings and fairings clothing and notions it sounds nautical right um there's really nothing too crazy about either gift shop beach club's gift shop is called the beach club marketplace creatively named the imagineers really outdid themselves on the naming of that shop so um I don't have really anything special to say about the gift shops. They are gift shops. Every every yep. resort has one. Yeah, and it has some um, resort-specific merchandise. Not tons, but a little bit. Um, it's open at least until 11, unlike that Coronado gift shop that closes so early. Um, there you go. That is the shopping. Awesome. What about what are some other activities that you may do? It is called Yacht Club. Is there a marina that you can maybe do some boating stuff at? I'd hope so. Yeah, they have all the uh, standard boating stuff, the little mini boats you can drive around, um, different pontoon boat type things. They also sail some illuminations cruises from the Yacht and Beach Club Marina. Um, so kind of all the basic stuff. They also have the Surrey bikes that you can rent and ride around the boardwalk. Um, a lot of things like that. This resort also has a spa. It's called the Ship Shape Massage Salon and Fitness Spa. So it's got a long name. Hopefully you don't have to say that all to get in. But uh, a spa. Not all the deluxe resorts have spas, I don't believe. Or do they now? I don't know that Wilderness Lodge does unless they just added it. But Animal Kingdom Lodge doesn't either. Animal Kingdom doesn't either. There you go. Deluxe plus, deluxe, moderate. You know, deluxe is very – so you do get the spa here. Um, It's kind of in between. Like beaches and cream and the spa are kind of in between. And there's only one between the two of them, Arcade, the Lafferty Place Arcade. But would this this be our continued rope drop picture of no one in an arcade? No one in our I have page. four pictures now. I don't now. know that I have ever even gone to take a picture of this. But the big thing that they have here in other activities would be they have the Sandcastle Club. Um, I think that's a pretty big deal. It's child care. So if you want to go to the Yachtsman or um, you want to go into Epcot and go to a fancy restaurant. Like Le Cellier without your kids? You can. Leave your kids at the Kids Club. Um, there is a charge for it. There's an hourly charge. They will feed your kids too, and they do some activities with them. So it's not just they don't just sit them in front of a TV, although they do have a TV. In case your kid needs to sit in front of a TV. And yeah. those, those are not located at every. Um, no, where where are they all on property? There's one at uh, the Polynesian. There's one at Beach Club, and I believe Animal Lodge. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So there's a all few deluxe, spread out. Though. 
Yeah, only deluxes, but not all deluxes. This is the one in that Epcot Resort area. Yeah, they share, like, the the Lilo one share, is at the Poly, and it shares with Grand Floridian and Contemporary. Well, that's great if you're doing one of the uh, the dining events at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're real close to that side of World Showcase. You're also close to the Boardwalk, and then all those great dining options we talked about within the Yacht and Beach Club. And then... There's also areas where you can watch fireworks, kind of in two directions. So you can just stand outside the uh, resort or from your balcony and see some fireworks. We've watched from the sidewalks there before. I mean, it's not like you're watching Illuminations, but you can see the pyro plenty. And same thing with Star Wars. It's not far away. Um, I can see how this area with a tower being built nearby can have a lot of firework feeling. So being right there on the water, is there any cruises that you can take to kind of see one of the fireworks shows a little bit better? Yeah, the Illumination cruises, a lot of them originate from that marina. Um, it's a great activity to do. Kind of in a pontoon boat, cruise out into the lagoon, watch the fireworks, the show all around you. I think some include desserts now, don't they? And other parties. I know... There's lots of different options when it comes to the different Illumination cruises. And a lot of people will say they're worth every penny. So it's definitely something that if you're interested in kind of a private viewing experience and something different, it's worth doing. Or say you don't have a park ticket like an arrival day, um, you might be able to do that too because you're not really going into the park. You're on a boat in the water. So a lot of neat things that you can do with these resorts due to their location. Awesome. Well, Michelle, how hard is it to get to be able to book? They are deluxe. They're a little bit more uh, expensive. What do you think when you come to a travel agent, you know, is it is it a little bit more challenging? Takes a little bit longer to book these in advance? Um, definitely around food and wine. So definitely September to November, you there's availability is very slim because you also have the uh, food and brook. Bro- wine and dine. Wine and dine. There we Half go. Half marathon. Half marathon. So um, people Everybody like to, wants to stay, stay there. there because you're close to all the action. Yeah, they are a little bit harder to get into. The standard views seem to go quick. You have the standard, you have the uh, garden view, garden woods, and then you also have the lagoon and pool view. So, And they're quite a big jump between each level. And so sometimes it scares people off when you have to jump right to the lagoon and pool view. That's yeah. all that's left. That is a big price hike. And it's not many standard rooms, really, because you think about it, they have to be looking at something pretty lousy to be categorized as standard, like parking lot or like our last room where we were actually watching them load and unload luggage and people. Yeah, and hearing Magical Express pull up at all hours of the night. That's standard. Garden view, though, you're just seeing gardens. It's very peaceful. They don't differentiate. It's very... I, it's hard to say what standard and what garden is really. More expensive. More expensive That's is right. It. Yeah. Well, this resort seems amazing, both of them. I mean, the pool alone is one has been what myself and my family have really wanted to stay at. And so, Michelle, is there anything that, you know, if any of our listeners are debating, maybe I stay at the Poly or I stay at one of the moderate resorts, what could maybe help swing them to either beach or yacht club? You know, if they have a lot of stuff that they want to get accomplished at Hollywood Studios and Epcot, I kind of steer them this way. 
Um, if they want to go to contemporary, uh, they want to go to Magic Kingdom, I kind of steer them towards the contemporary. So Beach Club really isn't for them because they'd have to take a bus. So Epcot Hollywood Studios, if that's your parks that you want to do your stuff, you want to do your dining there, I would highly recommend Beach Club. Also, if you have kids that really want to swim and that's really important to them, January, December, probably not that important to stay at Beach Club, but um, March through November, it's pretty warm at Disney World, so you can usually swim um, pretty pretty easily um, in the weather. You know, the rooms are just, they're just bigger than, than other, like the moderate rooms or the lower deluxe tiered rooms, so um, there's more space for families, and just the dining is really good at the resort, so you've got some options you, you don't even have to go to the theme parks for, so... Um, those are kind of like the key things that I talk to families about if, if the beach club is right for them. And Michelle, how would we go about booking one of those resorts? So you just just send me an email or give me a call. Uh, my email is really easy to get a hold of me. Michelle.McKnight at mei-travel.com. And yeah, so we can get started and I'd ask you a bunch of questions and see what, what resort you thought was best for you. And if the beach club is it, then we'd get you taken care of. And I can really see that in 2019, whenever Star Wars uh, opens up, that these resorts are going to become very popular and probably yes. fill up really fast. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Might, might want to try to book it now. But you can't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you can't. I can book you through 2018 right now. Next July, it. we're booking Beach Club for, like, July. Okay. Yeah. Just for we Star Wars? There. Yeah. And Toy Story Land. And Toy Story Land. That's this July. I know. The the next, next the, July. The studios this is going to become very popular, you know, two years from now. It's going to be the most popular park. Until then, you know, you might it's see a lull. Yeah, you might see a lull in travel, but uh, it is really cool to see how, uh, how the way the parks are changing and continuing to grow, how different resorts are being able to adapt and change as well. And so you've seen some renovations from both these resorts as they continue to grow uh, just to accommodate the amount of people that Disney knows is going to be booking here in 2019 with Star Wars. And whenever that Star Wars hotel opens, which looks like it might not be too, within walking distance as well, so... Uh, a lot of great properties that you can possibly stay at. And here on Rope Drop Radio, we are going to be reviewing them all. All of them. All of as all long the as, as long as one of us has stayed there. That's right. Or Michelle. Or Michelle, because she has stayed. She is the Rope Drop Queen. She has stayed at almost every property. On am I right, Michelle? Pretty close. Yeah, I'm missing Old Key West, and I think that's it. Yeah. And that is yeah. why you are the Rope Drop Queen, and that is why we use you for all of our travel, and we love having you on this show because you just have so much knowledge and information on the best resources to stay at, whatever works with your budget and your family. So we're so glad you're able to come on and talk to us about both Beach and Yacht Club. I know you love them. I know you're going to help me and my family hopefully uh, in the next couple of years plan a trip out there. I don't know when. Hopefully by Star Wars, I'll send you an email 18 months in advance because it would probably be about that that fast that they're going to sell out. So uh, keep that in mind. But, yeah, thank you so much, Michelle, for being on, on the show this week. And remember, book your travel in advance. Get your ADRs. Get your res reservations. Michelle, you help everyone with that, and I'm so glad you do that. 
Yo, oh, thanks for having me on. Awesome. Well, hopefully we can have you more on in the future as we cover some more resorts and hotels. And Doug, I know you love sharing your experiences at these as well. So if you have any questions about beach or yacht or any resorts, please let us know. Send us a message via Facebook or Twitter. We love answering your questions. I know we're hopefully doing another listener question down the road, and maybe we'll have Michelle back on for some more fun times. But that is about all we have left for tonight's episode. Hopefully you've enjoyed listening to our review of both Beach and Yacht. And of course, go online, check it out, go to Disney.com, look at all the pictures and stuff. It is a beautiful resort. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.